0: Hello world, my name is Hannah, and this is my world, where I am going to be humble, open, and transparent about my journey as the wife, the mom, and the boss. Hello world, and welcome back. So, whew, I gotta do a woo-saw. Listen, y'all, I tell you, in all honesty, I have allowed my anxiety to build and really like stress me out. And I realized that it's me not managing my emotions well. But I got to just go through everything with you guys and kind of share with you my process and also reveal the revelations that I've received just by thinking everything through. Now, I've shared with you guys that, you know, things have really been busy in the Jenkins household. I praise god for the opportunities that he has blessed aj with you know with these open doors in his acting career and it has allowed him to to travel it has allowed him to meet new people and it has been just a blessing um but as the good book says too much is given much is required and with those blessings comes a greater level of faith that you have to go to and and be strong in and it also brings on new challenges right and the whole purpose of these new challenges is to strengthen your faith because we continue to go from glory to glory right there is no plateau no final level that you make in god that you just good and it's like oh i don't have to go through any more trials i don't have to go through any more tests i'm good like god me and you we coasting right no it doesn't work that way there is always another level to go to and with each level there is a new challenge there is a new you know training process for your strength your faith to get strengthened so that you can continue to progress in your faith and in your faith walk so i say all of that because the other day i got extremely you know stressed or f- started to feel overwhelmed And my anxiety started to build up and it was over the minor things, not even the big things that are happening in our lives, but the minor things, the little, um, uh, I'm not sure what to refer to it as, but it's like just the little things, little, little, I'm sorry, the little ninny picking things, you know, that we sometimes, or that I sometimes allow to steal my joy, Right. And so um, basically what happened is, is that we've been traveling a lot and I want to say for like the past three weeks, the house has been neglected. Now, you know, after the first week of not straightening up or cleaning up, you don't really see a mess, right? Because the house was cleaned up a week ago. You know, it's not that much clutter that's gathering itself. It's fine. But after three weeks, For me, I don't know about anybody else, but for me, I was just like, oh my gosh, I am almost to my breaking point. Now, I know some of you out there may be saying, oh, Martha, Martha, Martha. Yes, I realize and I have spoken about it, how I am made like Martha. And it is because I am made like Martha that sometimes the Martha attitude in me will come up. And be ready to shout at somebody just, well, she didn't shout at Jesus. But Martha did make her point across to Jesus. And was like, Jesus, please tell Mary to come and help me. And that is where I'm at right now. I'm like, Lord, please have these children and my husband come and help me with this house. Because I'm not the only one that lives here. I'm not the only one making the mess. Why isn't everybody doing their part? And the thing is, is that I completely understand why the house has been neglected because there has been a lot going on and it has not slowed down. And even for the children... You know, because AJ was gone for like the past three weeks himself, him and Skyland are kind of off their schedule. Like, I asked them, okay, whose week is it this week that to be sweeping and mopping the floors? And whose week is it to, you know, wipe the counters down in the kitchen? And they were like, they didn't know. And so I told them, I said, you know what, I don't know either, and I really don't care as long as it gets done. But it wasn't getting done. I think The past week, they may have done their nightly chores maybe once or twice. I'll even go as far as to say three times, but it's seven days in a week, y'all. So there's four other days unaccounted for. And I don't know about y'all kids, but my children are not the cleanest of eaters. For some reason, they miss their whole mouth when they take a bite of food and it just all falls on the floor. So, anyways. What happened is is that um, I just started to feel overwhelmed as little pockets or little corners of the house started to get cluttered up. Mainly the second floor because that is where I do the laundry. And I don't know how four people go through so many clothes. You know what? I take that back. I do know because one, every time AJ does a self-tape, AJ changes into you know an outfit or whatever to do his self-tape in and because he put it on instead of him taking it off and folding it back up and placing it in the drawer he throws it in the dirty clothes hamper so when I got to his dirty clothes hamper to empty it out and to sort his clothes I'm like how in the world did he go through so many clothes already when I just washed his clothes about less than a week ago because when we got back into town, the first thing I did was take all the dirty clothes out of the suitcase, put it in the laundry room, and started sorting it for it to be washed. Anyway, I digress. The problem or the point was is that he had a whole hamper full of clothes. Scotland had a whole hamper full of clothes. Anthony and I had a whole hamper full of clothes. And I am kid you not, after separating their clothes, the towels, and and the linens and and all that stuff i ended up with about maybe seven loads of laundry maybe even more than that probably eight because right now i have three baskets of clean clothes sitting in my room waiting to be folded i have one in the washing machine which i'm probably going to have to wash again because as i'm talking to y'all now i'm remembering that i did not take it out to put it inside the dryer um and there's also a load in the dryer so um and with the two loads that are in the washer and the dryer, I still have like three loads that have been untouched. That's a lot of laundry, y'all. That is a lot of laundry. And I was starting to feel overwhelmed about it. I'm just like, even though I'm working remotely, you would think that, oh, this shouldn't be a problem. You can get it done, but it's hard. Like I really have to create myself a schedule and i was talking to my friend who's also you know very good at organizing and so she sent me a couple of apps that may be helpful to me To kind of organize my life and she was saying to just block out a little time like set aside an hour and say okay in this hour i am going to wash a load of clothes or in this hour i am going to read a book or in this hour i'm going to wash the dishes or whatever the case may be she was like you know block your time out and just dedicate to that one hour if you don't finish it you don't finish it but you don't continue because that's how your time runs out and I could be scatterbrained y'all like I'm not even gonna lie I'm like squirrel Because I could be talking to Anthony about something, and because I see that there's crumbs on the floor, I will stop the conversation and talk to the kids and be like, hey, I need y'all to clean this up. And so I get scatterbrained when it comes to clothes or comes to cleaning the house because it's like that is what's on my mind, and that's what takes priority and precedence, and everything else is second. And I realize that I can't be like that, but I do need to get organized so that I don't feel overwhelmed and anxious. But what happened was is that as I was starting to feel this way, I started fussing, not fussing at anybody in particular, but fussing out loud. I was just like, well, fussing with God, I would say, because I was like, God, I can't I can't take this. This is the same thing. Like, I feel like I'm talking to the kids over and over again about picking their clothes up off of the floor inside the bathroom picking their clothes up in their room making up their beds putting their clothes away i mean even with anthony anthony um i try to organize his closet i went in there what just yesterday and above the closet where you know you hang the clothes or whatever you have like that shelf that you can um pack uh, other stuff on top of well I have his jeans and his his shorts and all that stuff up there and I looked over in his corner and it looked like a chaotic mess it just looked like he was throwing his clothes back up there not even folding it it's like bunches of clothes up there and I'm just like really dude (sighs) but God said to me he was like Hannah why does this bother you why are you so overwhelmed or so wound up about the house that you're allowing your joy to leave you because peace i gave you peace i leave with you not as the world gives like you have it and daily i give you grace and mercy i load you with benefits that are sufficient for today why are you feeling anxious why are you feeling overwhelmed like, I don't give you more than you can bear. So the fact that you're feeling like this is unbearable, you are taking on extra. So why? Why are you doing that? And I started to think about it. Like, why am I getting so bothered about it? And yes, I do like cleansiness, right? I do like For things to have its place and to put things in its place because it does make it easier to find those things later on when you're looking for it. I can't tell y'all how many times and I'm probably going to do an episode about being his PA because I promise you, Anthony feels like I'm his personal assistant. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I'm just like, for real, dude, like this is a lot, (laughs) especially if you're not going to follow the organization, you know, strategies, tools, tips, tricks that I tell you or give you like it's a waste of time to try and organize your stuff if you ain't gonna keep it that way or if you're not gonna put stuff where it belongs but I digress (laughs) um but no seriously I I started thinking about it and then God said to me he was like you know you're talking about the three loads of um clothes that you have in your room right now he said you could very well tell the kids hey that basket of clothes right there are y'all's go fold it up and put it away and I was like huh I could do that but then being realistic with myself one of the reasons why I don't do that is because I have tried to teach my children how to fold and every time that we have started the lesson together it ended with me saying to them it's okay I got it y'all go play why? Because I just did not have the patience in the mo- in the moment to teach them properly how to fold clothes. And when I say teach them properly, I mean like watch them fold it incorrectly and then show them again. No, I didn't have time for that because at this point I already have loads of clothes to go and fold. So I'm, I don't want to take an hour teaching you how to fold clothes when it would literally take me like 20 minutes to get this basket done and move on to the next so, yeah, where the anxiety comes in at is that me not wanting to be patient enough to walk my children through the steps of folding clothes properly, um, but also not just letting them fold it any old kind of way and putting it in their drawer because I could do that. Right. I'm so sorry. Y'all totally forgot to turn my alarm off <laughs> anyways, but I could do that. Right. I could go ahead and and just show them how to um – Or not even show them, but I could go ahead and just let them fold the clothes however they want to, put their clothes away, and that's one thing off of my to-do list. Like, I wouldn't have to worry about it. But see, the problem is, this is Hannah trying to have control. This is Hannah saying, no, I want things done a certain way. I want when I go into your drawers and pull it open that everything is neat and in its place and that it doesn't just look like you just threw clothes inside the drawer. But there's a lot of people who live like that. You know what i'm saying and there's nothing wrong with it it's not my particular taste that's not particularly how i like to keep my drawers i like for my drawers to be organized like i can't remember which friend it was but um she happened to we happened to have a conversation about like folding clothes and it seemed like i was the only one in our group who actually folds their underwear and places their bras neatly inside of the drawer Everybody else was like, oh, I just when I wash clothes, I just dump it in there. But I can't do that because I feel like I'll be searching forever for a pair of underwear. I don't just pick one out. I like for them to match. (laughs) But again, that that is Hannah and that is Hannah having a preference. That is Hannah wanting things a certain way. And that is Hannah pretty much having to deal with like, hey, dude, if you're going to be so like anal for lack of better words about stuff like that then yeah you are going to be stressed and overwhelmed because you don't know how to let go you don't know how to let go of control you don't know how to just let things be and realize it's not that important and so because you don't know how to do that you're getting overwhelmed and feeling you know um, that or believing those lies right the lies that says oh if you don't do it nobody else is gonna do it no it's not that nobody else is gonna do it you won't let anybody else do it because you want them to do it a certain way instead of just letting them do it the way that they do it like i kid you not y'all um when we were out in new mexico because you know anthony and aj were already there for a week it was time to like wash clothes by the time i got there And so I was washing clothes and we had to end up taking it to um, the laundromat down the street because I guess the dryers weren't at the hotel, weren't built to take such a, a big load of clothes that we had. You know, it's like a little, a little low, you know, people that are staying there a couple of days or whatever. And so Anthony was helping me fold the clothes and I kid you not after he would fold his undershirts i would go back and refold it because he wasn't folding it the way that i wanted it to now was that did that make any sense it really didn't because what i ended up doing was doubling my work instead of allowing my work to be 50 50 because he's over here folding clothes just as well as me i'm over here he might as well have just sat down and not done anything because i'm over here refolding stuff that he he folded already because it wasn't folded the way that I wanted it to so it could fit in the drawer the way that I wanted it to. That's just, it's dumb. Like when I talk about it out loud, it's like, Hannah, seriously, girl, like you have to stop. <laughs> you have to really learn how to let go and let go of control. And its it's real interesting, you know, when God pointed this out to me because it's like this is how we are with a lot of things in life, you know. We take on unnecessary burdens and unnecessary stress because we don't know how to let go. We don't know how to let God have full lordship and rulership over our lives. There is some aspect that we want to be in control in and and pretend that we actually can do something about it. And we can't and that's really where anxiety comes from anxiety comes from you not knowing how to let go control and so because you can't let it go but you also can't really you know dictate the outcome of something you stressing you stressing because you're trying to figure out how to make it work but it's not for you to make it work it's for you to cast your cares onto him so that he can care for you or because he cares for you you know but it allows him to do stuff and to move in your life when you let Go of control and fully surrender so I was having this conversation with Anthony and I shared you know my revelation with him and he was bringing up you know different ways that I could challenge myself at first I ain't even gonna lie y'all I didn't want to hear it because I was just like dude I just told you that I went through my whole process and I you know figured this out and everything like that this was your opportunity to be like I understand and I'm gonna do better by you know folding more clothes more often no that's not what I got I gotta like <laughs> it, it is cool I don't it's not that <laughs> when I say it's not that it's like it's cool because I realized that you know cleaning the house is not a priority for Anthony and it's not even about it not being a priority for him. He already has so much on his mind with everything that's going on with AJ. With the fact that, you know, this next time AJ's getting ready to leave again, he's going with AJ. This is going to be another extended trip because of the, you know, the, the filming that's going to be taking place and how close the dates are. So, you know, he's just like, I got all of this on my mind right now about going here, being there for him, doing that, doing He's like i got all of that going on right now that i don't have time for this for folding clothes like do you have it do you, can you can you really get that do you really need my help so i understand and i get it and again i can enlist the help of my children you know what i'm saying i don't have to do it all by myself but this episode is not all about <laughs> cleaning up and everything but i wanted to share that with you guys because i had to go through a whole process right um, and I say that that I had to go through a whole process because I want to uh, rewind back to when I was saying about allowing the negative thoughts to come and take space in my mind. And me basically entertaining those negative thoughts because I started to think them. Oh, about how, you know, nothing will get done if if I'm not the one who does it and that nobody in the house cares like everybody just, you know, wants to do what they want to do and it's all left up to mommy or all left up to Hannah to to get it done. And that's a lie because it's not all up to me because one I could ask for help and that was the other thing. I was like, but I have asked for help and I'm not getting any. Well, ask again. You know, I feel like sometimes we can I don't I don't know. It's just pride. I see it as pride. I mean, if somebody else sees it differently, hey, you are more than welcome to slide into the DMs and tell me, Hey, I listened to your episode and I did not like what you had to say about X, Y, and Z and that's quite all right, you know. But I honestly do feel that a lot of times I allow pride to take over when it comes to me asking Anthony a second, third, or maybe even fourth, fifth time to do something because he's caught up in something else that he's doing. And it's just like, but I asked for help and I'm not getting it. Or you know, he's he'll come back with like um, something else. And I'm just like, that's not over. being Mr. Fixer. I told y'all about that already, about how, you know, he's he's always trying to be Mr. Fixer and will come back and try to, you know, give me some pointers or some tips about stuff. And again, I'm just like, that ain't what I'm trying to hear right now. I just needed you to be a soundboard. I don't need you fixing stuff. I don't need you to tell me what's wrong with me. Focus on you and let me focus on me but again that's pride. That's not allowing your your spouse to speak into you. That's not allowing your spouse your your spouse to kind of show you something that you may be having a difficult time seeing for yourself. You know, um, but so those are just a couple of the things that were going through my mind as I was trying to reflect on being uh, upset and feeling overwhelmed and it's really it really comes down to, you know, just wanting control. And wanting to be in control of the narrative, um, or you know, just not allowing God to move and to take space in your life to make decisions and to be like, hey, did you think about this, or uh, or hey, did you think about that? This is this is more of the route that I want you to go with AJ, like is and it, or not just with him, but also with Skyland. And so I, I realized. As I thought about this, I was just like, okay, I have to be okay with, with it all. You know, even with putting the dishes away in the dishwasher. There are times where I'm just like, couldn't no one put the dishes away in the dishwasher? Um, but then I thought about it and it's like, well, Hannah, can they? Because you got your Tupperware all organized over here. And if they put it back any old kind of way, you're going to be upset. So do they know? that they can go ahead and put the dishes away and, like, all the ones that they can reach and leave it at that, you know. <sighs> so there's a lot. I have to prepare my mind for it. And, I mean, I'm, I'm trying, like, I, I really am. And I'm not saying that I haven't tried. I, I am trying. I just personally had to be like, okay, I understand. And and I say that, like, I understand, like, OK, I understand what the root issue is. You know, it's not even about the house getting clean. The root issue is control and wanting to control the narrative and, you know, allowing the anxiety to come in. And that's really what I you know wanted to talk about today, because it's it's a journey. It really is a journey. It's a journey of self-discovery. It's a journey of figuring out what is best for you um, in regards to, you know, your mental health and self-care. I told you guys I recently went on a, a, a retreat. And on that retreat, you know, the whole theme of it was talking about self-care and about putting on your mask first before you try to put it on for anybody else. And I feel sometimes that I don't, put my mask on first that i am quick to help somebody else and i would be that one who kind of like passes out from (laughs) not being able to breathe because i'm over here trying to be superwoman and do it for everybody else but not even asking for help for myself and again that is another area of control not allowing god to have full reign in my life is still holding on to control and it has been my prayer to him um for the past couple of nights, like, Lord help me or show me the areas of my life that I have not fully released to you so that I can release it. You know, um I didn't realize that there were, were things that I was just kinda holding on to for myself. Um, but I have to let it go. I have to let it go so that I can walk and live in freedom and not feel um any kind of way. And that's that's another Another thing, like when I say and not feel any kind of way, not feel inadequate because I'm not doing or keeping my house as tidy as I think it should be. You know, people live here and the house is going to get junky and it's going to get messy now. Does it need to stay that way? No. But, um, you know, I do feel like I need to let that stuff let little things like that because those are the little foxes right i need to let those little things go and then as far as the the other things you know it's more so just like okay this is an area this is something that you've been praying about but you haven't are you truly stepping out and walking in faith on this particular thing because faith isn't is an action it, like it takes action for it to work faith without dead faith without dead oh lord Faith without works is dead. So if there's no type of action put before it, you can believe all that you want, but nothing's going to happen. You know, um, like take a chair, for example, and this was the revelation that God gave me. And it was so simple, but I was just like, OK, that makes a lot of sense. Now, we don't necessarily use a lot of faith to sit down in a chair. Right. Because we've sat down in the chair so many times that it just comes second nature to us that oh when I sit down on this chair it's gonna hold me up. Well let's just say that you haven't been sitting in chairs for a while or whatever. And so now here it is, you're about to take a seat. It's not until you sit down that you actually activate your faith in regards to this chair is gonna hold me up. Because as long as you believe it, like I mean seriously I hope (laughs) I hope you guys are getting this because I thought I mean, I thought it was like a powerful analogy, but like, seriously, you can have a chair and it doesn't even matter whether you've been sitting in a chair a long time or not. You walk into a room and there is a chair in the room and in your mind, you're like, I believe I'll sit down. Like, you don't think that you don't walk into a room and say, oh, I'm I'm believing that there is a chair in here that's going to be able to hold me up when I sit down. You don't because you've done it so many times. You There's there's no need for faith for that area. But even in those situations where you don't necessarily need faith for that area, your faith is still dead until you actually take action. It's not until you actually try to sit down in the chair that you're activating your faith. Because you could be standing in the room right next to the chair saying, I believe that the chair can hold me up. I believe that the chair can hold me up. But you will never know if the chair held you up until what? You sat down. Sitting down is an action. So that is why it takes work. It's, more, it's not for, for God. Our, our action, it, it, it has nothing, no, no type of bearing on God in the regards of that <laughs> God doesn't need us. To do things, you know what I'm saying? He doesn't need us to bring the manifestation of the promise. So it's really for us. It's really for us to show that, hey, I'm really, this is me stepping out on faith. This is me trusting God. It is showing or proving to ourselves that, you know, we are believing and trusting in faith. That we are leaning not to our own understanding, but in all our ways, acknowledging him that we are seeking him for for wisdom, that we are seeking him for guidance and for knowledge. So it's like you have to put action towards it. So for me right now, if I'm believing that my kids are going to get more involved with the household chores, yes, y'all, I'm going back to it. Um, but if I'm believing that, then I have to start planting that seed. Right. Because whatsoever you sow is what you're going to reap. And if you reap, I'm sorry, if you sow sparingly, you're going to reap sparingly. So I really have to spend the time with my children, not necessarily cleaning up, but, you know, doing activities with my kids that involve cleaning but are also fun for them so that as they grow and get older, They will not see it so much as a chore or a bad thing. I don't even know if doing that is going to work because as a teenager, you're really over it and just like, I'm ready to get out the house. But that's another story for another day. I I just truly wanted to share with y'all and just remind you today that be anxious for nothing, but through prayer and with supplication, I'm saying that all wrong. (laughs) Be anxious for nothing. But through prayer and with thanksgiving, make your requests and petitions known unto the Lord, for he cares for you. You know, like, we don't have to be anxious. If we're truly trusting in God, leaning not into our own understanding, but in all our ways acknowledging him, then he'll direct our path. And so God says he'll direct the path. God says he knows the plans that he has for us. So with all of that being said, in all honesty, all we have to do is allow him to have full reign and rule over our lives. And that means letting go of control. And you may if you're a really big, you know, super freak or super control freak (laughs) like myself, then you might need baby steps in letting things go. But go ahead and set yourself a goal on the different things that you're going to let go and just let him have his way, because in all honesty, how is your faith going to be strengthened unless you take action? And your action is is by starting somewhere, by applying this to your life somehow, some way to say that, okay, I too am letting this go and I am activating my faith by doing it. What is that for you? And you can share with me if you want to let me know what those things are. I know for me, I am letting go of feeling like everything has to be done a certain way and allowing my kids to go ahead and fold their clothes themselves now I already know and anticipate that this is going to be a funny situation because even with the clothes that's in their drawer right now it's just thrown in there but I digress they're the ones who have to look for their clothes in the morning On a Friday, because that's the only day of the week that they don't have to wear uniforms. So if they clothes just thrown inside of the drawer, they'll find something. They'll put it together and they will be all right. (laughs) Anyway, I hope you guys got something out of the episode today. It is always my prayer that you do. And so I would also love to hear from you guys and get your feedback and what you thought about today's episode. And you can do that by sending your listener letters to Hannah's World at Gmail um, I'm sorry, hannahsworld 0 at gmail.com. You can also um, Instagram, uh, contact me on Instagram through the DMs at hannahsworld 0 or you can send me a message on Messenger, um, yeah, on Messenger, which is a part of Facebook, but on Messenger or through Facebook at hannahsworld.com All right, again, until next time, peace out world.